Testing, testing, one, two, three, one, two, three. I'm back on the couch, folks. I'm back on the couch. I've planted my ass on this couch, and I don't think I'll ever get back up. I know I've heard, uh, you know, I, I acknowledge that this isn't necessarily the best setup for you as the listener because of the plosives and because of the lesser audio quality. Spe- you know, specifically due to the fact that I only put this out uh, in an audio form. I understand that, but I like it. I like sitting on a couch. I like crossing my legs like a woman. I cross my legs like a woman. I don't put like the ankle on the knee. I put the crevice of my, the back of my knee on the knee of my other leg, if you get what I'm saying. You know, it's like the... Uh, it's like when I cross my legs, it looks like I'm trying to show off my ass cheek. And that's how women cross their legs, and that's how I cross my legs. Because I have hip flexibility. Sorry I have hip flexibility. Okay? I'm on the couch. I turned on ABC News Live, and they are playing a rerun of an episode of The View. This must have been old. Because I don't really recognize, I mean, there's Joy Behar, there's Whoopi, who's wearing a sweater that says, I'm billing you for this uh, conversation, which begs the question, does ABC not have a fucking dress code that's retarded? I'm billing you for this conversation. And then she's wearing a scarf over it, and I'm assuming to cover up any extra chins that she certainly has. I mean, she's walking with a cane these days. She's walking with a cane, and anybody who's walking with a cane most certainly has two, three extra uh, extra chins. There's a woman named Sarah Haynes in a blue uh, turtleneck, and she just looks like a bitch. And then there's Sonny Hostin, 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 I'm not sure what it is. It doesn't matter. She probably doesn't even know how to pronounce her own last name. She's stupid. All these women are stupid. And then there's another blonde woman, another blonde white woman who's wearing a yellow, who thinks it's appropriate to wear a yellow blazer with a brown top. Are you outside your mind, bitch? You would think that these women have good uh, advisors as far as fashion. You know, they're on a national TV show, albeit it's only watched by like four people, but they're still on a, on a network, uh, a widely... Uh, known network, a, a legacy media channel, and and there's just no dress code apparently, and and there's nobody who's uh, willing to guide these women uh, uh, to to dressing like a normal person, which is fine. It's fine. It's not really. Sunny Hostin's kind of hot. I listen to her just because she's somewhat attractive, but then you know, women they run the mouth a little bit too much. They get a little annoying. And you're willing to overlook the attractiveness. Um, listen up, folks. Turn the volume up. Okay? Turn the volume up on your phone, in your car, uh, on your computer, on the iPad that you swiped from your, your child's government-funded daycare center. Okay? Have a seat ingest whatever opiates and and alcohol you are going to 
and tell the woman nearest by to shut her fucking trap because you know she's running it. Big announcement, folks. Big announcement. I teased it last week, and I told you I was going to announce it this week, and I'm announcing it now. So sit down and shut the fuck up because I've got a big announcement. Huge. Big news. I've got big news. Not everybody has big news like me. I've got big news. Um, I've been talking about this for a while now. i got to pull it up here. I've been talking about this for a while, um, and I think it's, it's a good time to, to do it. I am launching my Patreon in March. On March 1st, uh, I will have a Patreon available for a lot of great new and old content. What do you think about that? So let me explain. All right, let me explain. There's three tiers to my Patreon. There's a $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month. $5 a month gets you the whiskey mob level, okay? $5 a month gives you uh, access to the whiskey mob tier, which includes... uh, Access to the entire vault, folks. A lot of uh, a lot of you guys came on somewhat recently, okay? Somewhat recently, and I know that because I can see the numbers weekly. And I, I so a lot of you have never heard, you know, like the first hundred episodes because I took them off. I took them off like four months ago, four or five months ago. So you will have access to the entire vault. The original, the OG old studio episodes. Back when I had Eastern European neighbors who would scream and beat each other and I wouldn't call the cops because it was just their normal way of life. And they'd vacuum at 3 a.m. And you, you can hear me you know, complain about that. And you could probably hear construction directly outside of my window because it was a horrendous, horrendous apartment uh, in a very low-income neighborhood. So you will get access to over 100 episodes uh, that, are, that were once inaccessible, okay? You're getting the vault. And by the way, every week, a new, a new episode will be added to the vault because I only keep 50 available. I, from now on, I will be only keeping 50 episodes available for free, Okay? So, and just for anybody who who is already saying, I don't like you enough to pay, that's fine. I understand. You're still going to get your weekly. You're still going to get your weekly. Um, You're going to get four a month, once a week, and uh, the rest will be going behind the paywall. But every time I put out an episode, uh, another episode will be taken out of that, that, that free market and and put in the vault. So there is that. And so with the $5 a month whiskey mob tier, you get access to all of those episodes, including uh, a bonus episode per month. Okay. And I'm thinking, depending on how this goes, depending on how many people are willing to pay, I'm, I might bump up those numbers uh, to, to maybe two or three a month. And, and these, these tiers, just so you know, folks, are, like I said, I'm feeling this out. I don't know if anybody's going to be willing to pay to listen to this. But listen, if you're paying for Netflix, you better be goddamn willing to pay for this. Um, so, yeah, that as of right now, this is how this stands. Just know that these things are very adjustable moving forward. 
the next tier, the $10 a month tier, it's called Bone Marrow Guy. If you want to be a Bone Marrow Guy and pay $10 per month, you get access to the, the to the vault, to the backlog, two bonus episodes per month, and one exclusive sketch. I know you've seen my videos in the past. I know you thought they were funny, and I know that you look at me and go, God, I wish I was as smart and witty and, and, and just charismatic as him. Oh my God, this is definitely an old... Remember the remember the Bubba Wallace thing? This is what they're talking about on The View right now. This is like, I guess it's a throwback. It's called V25. They're celebrating the 25th year of The View. And they're talking about the, the Bubba Wallace story where somebody ha- like uh, hung a noose in his locker room or something. Who cares? Who cares? I don't care. NASCAR drivers aren't... They shouldn't have the same amount of rights as the rest of us. Sorry. I hate to interrupt my big announcement. But that's what the $10 a month gets you. Uh, two bonus episodes a month, access to over 100 episodes in the vault, and then one exclusive comedy video. And then the big time tier, $20 a month, raw time. Okay, and a lot of these references, these these things that, I'm, that I named the tiers, they're old references. So if you're new, again, the only way you're going to be even able to understand what I'm you know what I'm naming these things after. You have to go back and listen. You have to you have to pay the five at least the five a month and go back and listen to the vault raw time tier twenty dollars a month. You get access to the vault. You get at least two extra episodes a month. Okay, and I usually do more than uh, two. Okay, usually I'm pushing seven, eight episodes a month with guests. So you'll get at least two extra episodes a month, at least one exclusive sketch per month, and I'm going to attempt to push to two. Like I said, I'm feeling this out. We'll see how this goes. You also get access to a monthly episode of the Patreon-exclusive video show, Are You Out of Your Fucking Skull? This will be a, like I said, it's on Patreon only, um, and I might turn it to a, a bi-weekly thing where you get two episodes a month, again, depending on where this goes, uh, where it's a, I accumulate, well, I have somebody, you know, uh, 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 Sean, who I've mentioned before, who's married to a Jew, uh, has helped me out in some of my videos. So what we're going to do is we're going to accumulate videos that are, are full of, you know, the best and the brightest on the internet, cream of the crop, and then I will watch them for the first time, and I will give my reaction, okay? And it's going to be fun, and it's going to be informative, and it's going to be funny, and it's going to be sexually arousing. It's going to be all the emotions you would expect a, 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 an, an internet reaction show to be, right? You think Tosh.0 is good? Tosh.0 looks like a fucking dinosaur who was gay and told the his father dinosaur that he was gay and he beat the shit out of him so bad that it gave him lifetime scoliosis. That's what Daniel Tosh looks like. If you think Tosh is funny, this is going to be better. Okay. Uh, but you'll get access to that. And that's an exclusive raw time tier, uh, uh, amenity. And you also get to submit topics to me, um, uh, to speak about, on the podcast, okay? You have that privilege to... Uh, uh, I'm not exactly sure how it works. I don't know if you go to Patreon and then you... and then you were like, 
request the topic there. I don't know. I'll give you more information when I launch it. I really know nothing about Patreon. But that's the big announcement. Um, Patreon launching. And like I said, anybody who, who, who is listening to this and going, it's insane that, that uh, you think that I would be willing to pay for your stupid fucking content. Hey, that's fine too. Um, you're still going to get your, your four free a month. And anybody who does want to support me and the podcast can, you know, can uh, uh, go to Patreon. And I encourage you to do it, okay? Start in March. It's my birth month. That's my birth month. You want to give me a birthday present? Subscribe to my Patreon. There's there's three tiers, okay? There's three tiers. You want to be a big dog? You go raw time. You a middle-of-the-road guy? You go uh, bone marrow guy. You just kind of a rookie, you go the whiskey mob, okay? That's how you give me my birthday present, right? And I tell you what, the entire month of March, I'm going to be like a black woman celebrating her birthday. I'm going to be talking about my, like, this is how, how black women celebrate their birthday. Is it 12 weeks away from her birthday? Oh, it is? Well, you better start celebrating now then, okay? And that's how I'm going to be the entire month of March with this Patreon. Listen, folks. I would uh, I would appreciate it if you did uh, go and support my podcast. If you can't afford it, I I mean, listen, it, I'd be shocked if you couldn't. But I I also do understand that there uh, are people who can't, and they're in some tough spots. And I also get that. I understand that as well. But I very much would appreciate it if you went uh, to the Patreon, showed me a little support. I'm gonna give you what you're paying for. Okay, I'm gonna give you what you're paying for. I'm not gonna fucking rip you off. And, uh, and that's the big announcement. And I'm glad that you sat down and shut the fuck up for it. And, uh, now that I have gotten that out of the way, we can get into the show. Let me just, I don't want to, I'm not even going to comment on this. I just, I saw the video like three minutes before I started recording this. Um, this is the, I don't even know what his position is here. It is, let's see, let's see, let's see. Christopher Cole, the FDA Executive Officer of Countermeasures Initiative. I don't know what that means. I don't care. But it's a Project Veritas leaked video uh, of him discussing certain things surrounding the uh, approval process of, of vaccines in the FDA or at the FDA. And, and uh, well, just listen. Like I said, I'm not going to comment on it. I don't need to comment on it. It's self-explanatory. Just take a listen play as many people as possible so you have to get an annual shot i mean it hasn't been formally announced yet so you don't want to like uh rile everyone up the drug companies the food companies the vaccine companies so they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products if they can get every person required at an annual vaccine that is a recurring return of um, uh, money going into their, their company. So how do you know it's already getting approved? Well, they're not going to, um, I mean, just from everything I've heard, they're not going to not approve it. Meet Christopher Cole, an executive officer at the FDA with over 20 years experience who claims to be directly involved in the approval process of the various COVID vaccines. I think um, what's going to happen is um, it's going to be a gradual thing. School's going to mandate it. Why do they need the third one? Well, the same reason um, that you or I would need the thermal leak. So the three will bolster your, your system. 
and then there will be an annual, um, eventually an annual, just like the flu shot. For the toddlers? Well, for everyone. Okay, so the toddlers too then. We'll have to get it Probably. Okay. I don't completely agree with their, the process. What do you mean you don't agree with the process? Well, I mean, they, um, they don't have all the, all the tests aren't there. So I agree with the thing that it is important to inoculate them. Um, but you can't provide the, um, the parent as much um, a surety as you normally want to. It's an EUA for all, all, um, all age groups, all designations, and then you have to get approved by specific age groups based on the study. Do you think it's really an emergency for the toddlers? Well, they're all uh, improved under an emergency. The efficacy data doesn't have to be as high. Mm. The standard is on emergency use authorizations is that it does more benefit than harm. I thought their cases weren't that high for six what, months to four-year-olds. They're not, but it, because it's um, related to COVID, it's under that approval process. They're giving more money. Yes, that's great. And increases the chance of uh, an approval. Well, the dirty stuff is never really publicized. I mean, yeah, obviously but there's, it's, come there's, on, more it's there's more pressure. There's more pressure to approve something. There's almost a billion dollars a year going into FDA's budget from the people we um, regulate. Well, does that not instill confidence? Does it not instill assurance that we can trust our medical professionals at the FDA. It's good thing, you know, living in 2022 is a blessing. It's a confusing time, but it's a blessing because you can you can access thousands, hundreds of thousands of videos of women being anally penetrated on the internet. And you can also, you know, access Doritos, but you also can't trust your health professionals. So it's just, it's a very confusing, uh, it's a confusing time. I mean, this entire thing, like, we're basically living in an NFT. An NFT is an original, unique piece of digital art that can be replicated, but the it's an assurance that the duplicates will never have the same value as the original because there is a receipt on the blockchain okay and that's what we're that's what that's exactly what we're living in you're never you're never going you you could try to duplicate the complexity of life in 2022 but you never can get it to a t right you can never get the complexity of people of government of politics of finances of religion of spirituality of you know a conversation even in 2022 because it's so retarded we're living in a retarded nft okay and that's a good thing it's a good thing to be living in a retarded NFT because once you acknowledge the fact that you are in a retarded, non-fungible token, you start to realize that while at the same time nothing matters, everything matters as well. So you can just, just go murder somebody and just see what happens. It's all about trying new things, this life. It's all about you know murdering people and seeing if you can get away with it. 
And you might say, Zach, what you just said makes no sense. It doesn't have to. Nothing has to make sense. Does life make sense? Does it make sense that the U.S. media uh, 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 purported to know exactly when and how the Russians would invade the Ukraine and then it didn't happen? Does it make sense that the government told us that they had intelligence that Russia was about to do something that was going to coerce another fucking cold or hot war and they were lying? No. Does it make sense for us to even vote at this point? No, but we do it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Who cares about making sense? Life doesn't have to make sense, and if life doesn't have to make sense, you don't have to make sense either. Right? You don't have to make sense either. If your life doesn't make sense, if your life is in shambles and it's just constant confusion and chaos, why try to, you know, why try to push back on that? Just go with it. You understand that you, most people, you can go up to them and say something with confidence, of course. You have to say these things with confidence. But you can go up to somebody and, and, and say, uh, you know, did you know that the economy actually is dependent on the sale of cocoa in Colombia. Raw cocoa, of course. And this, this is where you would bring in the confidence. You'd, you'd sound right. Raw cocoa, of course. It's the distribution market because the distribution market plays off agriculture and agriculture alone. And agricultural, uh, agricultural imports are the most uh, 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 prominent factor in our income export ratio and the calculation of our true G, uh, GDP. I could go up to somebody and say that and while it made no sense, they would go, hmm, hmm, interesting. And then they would take that information and tell it to another idiot. Right? You don't have to make any sense anymore. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay? Rappers don't even, ha you don't even have to understand a single word that a rapper says and you still like the song. And I'm guilty of it too. I don't understand a single fucking word in most of these rap songs. But they're fucking catchy. They're kind of fucking catchy, right? You try to decipher what Lil Baby is saying. You can't. In fact, the people who make the least sense are succeeding the most in our society. Biden doesn't make sense when he speaks. He was He's the president. Some people say, make it make sense. No, no. Make it not make sense. That's what I say. If you have a good point, you have to frame it and articulate it in a way that nobody can understand. That's the only way that you can acquire respect is by not making any fucking sense. You understand me? The only way to be successful in America is to not make any fucking sense. People were upset about the Super Bowl halftime show. And they said that it was too sexual, was the complaint. The Super Bowl halftime show was too sexual. And one of the people who really had a very strong opinion about this was Charlie Kirk, who is a political grifter who started an organization that basically just says it's okay to be conservative on college campuses, which 
you know, does it require a genius mind to establish that ideology or to establish that notion? No. Right? No. Is Charlie Kirk a genius? No, 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 no. Charlie Kirk is kind of dumb, actually. He's kind of dumb. Okay? But, again, we're living in a society where making sense is a, a, a hindrance to success. Right? But, he tweeted about the Super Bowl halftime show. The NFL is now the league of sexual anarchy. The halftime show, this halftime show should not be allowed on television. And listen, it, I I who cares? Who cares about the fucking Super Bowl halftime show? Who gives a fuck? If there were fucking not very attractive women touching 50 Cent. Who cares? Who gives a shit? It's odd that he picked this to, to sort of harp on as a symbol of the, the crumbling morale and the, and the crumbling societal structure of America. It's odd, right? But Kirk has had a week. Charlie Kirk had a little, he had a week of just, again, not making any sense. So he had a very successful week. He also said that Satan conferences should not be protected by the First Amendment. Satan worship is not what the founders had in mind when they referenced the fruits of liberty. Well, that's just a fucking liberal argument, is it not? I don't agree with this. Ergo, no First Amendment application to that. Is that not a liberal argument? Liberal uh, Liberals say, I believe in free speech, but <laughs> making racist jokes, is a, that's dangerous. That's not, we can't let that be covered. Right? That's the, the structure of a liberal argument. Charlie Kirk has the structure of a liberal argument. Satanism should not be covered by the First Amendment. Really? This is very interesting. It always baffles me when it's liberals or conservatives. When they say that they're pro-First Amendment, yet they draw lines in the sand. Okay, one of two things is happening. Either they're mentally retarded, truly, or their ego is so big that they acknowledge the fact that drawing lines in the sand when it comes to freedom of expression and freedom of speech is a very, 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 very slippery slope. But they have the moral and intellectual prowess to be able to draw the lines themselves. So either Charlie Kirk is mentally retarded and an ideologically inconsistent shill, or his ego is so large that he believes that he can make the decisions 
about what society can speak freely about and what they can't. Now, it wouldn't shock me if both things are true about Charlie Kirk. Okay? He's a small-faced, egg-shelled bitch. He makes regurgitated points on the radio all the time. It's just, it's kind of, he's on WABC radio. I listen to WABC radio because uh, in, you know, these radio stations in New York and New Jersey, they're just dog shit. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people consider New York the radio capital of the world. I disagree. I think it's the shittiest of shit radio. I guess unless it's satellite. I don't pay for satellite radio. I don't think I can get satellite radio in my car, to be quite honest with you. It's an older car. But 2004, right? 2004 Ford, uh, Ford Escape. 130,000 miles. Brakes gave out on it twice. I'm looking for a new car. But as far as, what do you call it? Cape, what is it? It's cable radio or whatever the op, whatever satellite radio isn't. Just regular radio. AM, FM radio. There's nothing. I mean, everything is shit. You can listen to music radio, or you can listen to talk radio. Talk radio is much uh, a much more limited medium than music radio. So you can choose to listen to Ebro in the Morning, who plays the same exact songs every 15 minutes. And in between those songs, he says that, you know, all white people who voted for Donald Trump should be hung... Or you can listen to conservative talk radio, WABC. And so, both are, are they're tough to listen to, but the WABC, uh, WABC radio uh, does not have the repetitiveness, the redundancy that music radio has. So I listen to it. Because at least it's, it's, a, it's, it's a variety of stupid opinions. It's not just a constant... Uh, you know, record scratch with the music and the and the you know the in between dialogue. But there was a guy. His name's Bo Snurdly. His name's Bo Snurdly on WABC Radio, and he was talking about how the New York mayor Eric Adams went. Uh, in front of I don't know how many people, and basically just he it, new, the, the New York mayor said that social media platforms should be responsible for uh, giving a platform to what he said were drill rappers. And if you don't know what drill rap is, it's just basically a variant of gangster rap. Um, drill refers to the type of type of beats that they make. I'm with it. I've got my finger on the pulse. I know exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to rap culture. Um, he said that they should be responsible. They should take him off. And Bo Snurdly, who was the former producer of the Rush Limbaugh show, uh, said that he agrees that that you know it's a pre- who Bo Snurdly's black by the way, but he was saying black community just and we need to make sure that we're not exposing our children to that because then they look up and there's the role models. Okay, hey, okay. I'm not saying that there's no merit in that argument. However, don't you think starting with a, an encouragement to moving back toward a traditional family structure would be more beneficial? 
right? Don't you think that that would be more beneficial than just fucking taking off videos of drill rappers? I mean, who gives... This type of argument is the same... It has the same intellectual foundation that uh, video games calls, uh, causes violence. It's that same intellectual foundation to, to a slightly different argument. Oh, they're exposed to this in media. Well, then they will go and replicate it. Well, okay, but maybe that's because they're making the media itself uh, uh, or they're or, or they're filling a hole in their life with that media. Maybe if they had a father in the home. Maybe if mom and dad weren't divorced and he had to split time. Maybe if he, he you know, spent a lot of time seeing his mother and father in a loving relationship, he wouldn't need, a, he wouldn't have that hole. And he wouldn't need to fill that hole with the media that he is consuming. Whether it's rap or video games. Because just so you know, a child who grows up in a loving household, barring any psychological issues, of course, a child who grows up in a loving household that has structure uh, and has good parents, they can play all the violent video games that they want. They're not going to be a murderer. They can listen to all the gangster rap that they want. They're not going to fucking go out and, and, and hit a lick. It's treatment of symptoms as opposed to the cause. It's the treatment of symptoms as opposed to the illness. But anyway, Bo Snurdly was saying that Eric Adams is right, that we should be... The social media with the guns and the video. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Okay, and I get riled up, but I listen to him anyway because I like getting riled up. I have a bit of, I like listening to the radio and getting riled up. I enjoy it a little bit. Also, what on the docket for WABC Radio, 77 WABC Radio in New York. Uh, sorry, I'm drinking a carbonated beverage. I'm burping a lot. Um, they're bringing Anthony Weiner on board to do a radio show with Curtis Sliwa called Left Versus Right. You know, the registered sex offender, Anthony Weiner. They're bringing him on board to do a fucking radio show. So I don't know if... I don't know if anybody speaking on a platform that is allowing... Or, or I shouldn't even say allowing. Paying a registered sex offender to give his political opinion should have any moral authority on any particular topic, right? But it's just stupid because these people like Charlie Kirk and Bo Snurdly and and I'm sure, uh, uh, Bill, I know Bill O'Reilly has like a, I've never listened to a show on the, on the station, but he has like a late night show. I'm sure all these guys are like, this is, we gotta clamp down on this gangster culture, on this grap culture, and we got to make sure that, you know, w- when we watch the Super Bowl, we should be watching the Bee Gees instead of, you know, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Right? They're, they're so anti this rap culture 
believing that it, it it's 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 like a driving factor behind the moral unraveling of the country. But I mean, it, honestly, it is easier to criticize New Jersey as a as a as a as a state and and point to the state of New Jersey, the culture of New Jersey, the realities of New Jersey, and point to that and say, these are the reasons why America is unraveling than fucking rap culture. I mean, let's think about this. This um, New Jersey perfectly captures the state of America, the current state of America. Let's think about it for a second. Rampant materialism, a almost a pride in being rude to others, loose morals, flamboyant and and fantastical shows of you know of, of entertainment and and things like that the uh, 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 you know a growing wealth inequality problem, violence and people acting smarter than they are, people constantly giving their unsolicited political opinion, people being loud, people abusing substances, people mismanaging their money. I mean, how how could you more perfectly sum up the state of America than that? All you have to... Government corruption, like big time, another one. All you have to do is look at and analyze New Jersey on the whole... And you will understand American society to a T. Truly. You don't have to look, you don't have to outstretch your shitty, wispy arguments, your fucking weak, shaky intellectual arguments toward rap culture. Stop it. Stop it. That's stupid, and it's inconsistent, and the foundation for your argument is... is ugh. It wouldn't pass the uh, the earthquake tests that they do in San Francisco when you build a new building. I tell you that much, because it's not very durable. Just look at New Jersey. It's very easy to understand what's causing the problems and the symptoms of the illness itself if you just look at New Jersey. You don't need to go to gangster rap, right? New Jersey has the highest taxes in the country, but the worst roads. Some of the worst schools. Some of the worst uh, health care. Highest taxes in the country, right? Most tolls in the country, too. Most New Jersey, the New Jersey government will take more money away from its citizens than any other country or than any other state per capita through taxes and tolls and and inspections and, and, and things like that. Required inspections. You, I mean, you, you have to get your car inspected to see if it's safe. Think about that for a second. You are required by law to go get your car inspected to see if it's safe. Well, who? why does the government have to coddle people like that. We got to make sure the car you're driving, you're not going to get hurt. You would assume that in the act of self-interest, 
people wouldn't drive a car that doesn't have any brakes, say. Just look at New Jersey. That's what I'll say. To all the people who were upset about the Super Bowl, the halftime show, and and gangster rap, and drugs, and whatever, just look at New Jersey. Stop it. You're picking out very particular symptoms of a much larger issue. And the larger issue can be found, or larger issues, plural, all of them can be found in a a, a concentrated area of the country. And that area is the state of New Jersey. There is something beautiful about New Jersey. I have a love-hate relationship with New Jersey. I hate everybody here. Everybody's stupid. Nobody can drive. God forbid it snows. Um, y- you know, y- you, y- they suck all of the money out of your fucking paycheck. You know, uh, you can't get good service literally anywhere. Uh, people are rude to you and take pride in it. Everybody, it's loud. It doesn't matter where you are or what time it is. It's fucking loud between the people just yelling They don't even have to be upset. People here just yell. They yell. And then when you say, hey, can you lower your voice, please? They go, I'm from Jersey. And you're like, hey, don't blame your inability to control your volume on a fucking state. You psychopath. You psychopath. Okay? Calm down. We are in a bakery. You understand? I wanted a loaf of French bread. That's all I wanted. I wanted a loaf of French bread. And you're in here screaming. You're in here screaming. Everybody here is horrible. The infrastructure is dog shit. I am waiting for the... I mean, it's... We are overdue for a bridge collapse. The roads are disgusting. The people are greedy. Even the small business owners are greedy. They're greedy cunts. The landlords, cunts. The residents, slobs. Right? The cities are in shambles. The suburbs are full of white people who think that, that you know, anybody who is poor is because they made horrible decisions in their life and it had nothing to do with where they started out or what schools they went to or, or, or you know, what kind of uh, family situation they had. They also think it's very okay to just treat the people who are not on the same socioeconomic status that they are at uh, uh, like a piece of shit. There's literally no middle class here, it seems. The rich are cunts. The poor are cunts. There's no, like, there's, there's really nothing except sometimes the food. Sometimes the food. There's nothing good about New Jersey. Nothing. There's nothing responsible about New Jersey. The government is not responsible. The people are not responsible. Both the government and the people don't know how to spend money in a responsible manner. That's why everybody drives around here in fucking nice cars that they, ha- they just have no chance of affording ever in their life. They'll go into debt. They'll allow their family to be evicted from the apartment that they're living in just to buy a fucking Beamer. Everything except 
the Italian food, and the bagels, Taylor ham, egg, and cheese. Nothing better. Salt, pepper, ketchup, orange juice, black coffee. Mm. Beautiful. Other than the food, everything in New Jersey is horrible. The people, the government, everything. Okay? And the beauty about New Jersey, looking at New Jersey as a, uh, you know, uh, as a whole, and analyzing it and tying it back to the you know, the larger scale problems that America has is you don't have to pull bullshit, shaky intellectual arguments like the Super Bowl halftime show or 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 rap, just entertainment in general. You don't have to blame the problems that America has on false factors. You can look at New Jersey and completely understand why America is falling, and rapidly. So, Bo and Charlie, listen to me. You don't, listen, your, your station hired a pedophile. That's something to think about. Also, stop it. Stop blaming societal failure on the symptoms of societal failure, you fucking retards. Do you truly have no sense? Of course you don't. Of course you don't have sense, because you wouldn't be successful if you did make sense. Is that what's holding me back? Is this how I'm going to get more people to subscribe to my Patreon by make not making any sense? I feel like I do a decent job of not making any sense. I'm not the I'm not at the elite tier of not making any sense, but there's a lot of things that I say that don't make any sense. Right? I feel like I'm doing an adequate job of not making any sense. Is that not a fair statement? Listen, folks. I had to cut this one a little short. Um, I'm not ending it now. We still have to do the list, and the list is quite long, but. I do have to cut it a little short. I've got some shit to do. And also, I didn't prepare very well for this podcast. As you could probably tell, it was very repetitive. I was speaking to somebody recently about the idea of secession, the fracturing of the United States into smaller territories based on cultural values and, and uh, you know, just certain differences that would... Uh, sort of guide the migration patterns of of the population if it were to happen, the fracturing of the United States. And I'm not for secession. A lot of people are. A lot of my libertarian friends are for secession. But I think we, sh- at the very least, before we sec- uh, uh, secede, before we fracture the greatest empire, albeit crumbling empire in the world... Maybe we just try to give power back to the states and local government, right? Maybe we do that first. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying before, before secession. I'm not saying that there isn't necessarily irreconcilable differences, but just maybe we just try it. We just try it. That's all. Maybe we don't, maybe we don't jump the gun here on secession. But the person that I was talking to about this did raise an interesting point and a point that has a lot of merit, there are some insanely 
wide cultural fissures and ideological differences uh, from state to state. I mean, you can go to to Alabama and then take a flight to California, and the cultures are literally like going to two different countries. The differences are so vast, okay? And, you know, I, again, I don't know if that's the necessarily a strong enough foundation for an argument for secession, but it did inspire the list, okay? It did inspire the list because we do need to acknowledge uh, uh, different cultural norms. And we need to acknowledge that America is a massive country and is the most diverse country, certainly by cultural standards, uh, in the history of the world. Okay, and we it, once we acknowledge that there's a lot of people who are like we're one country. Well, we're not really one country. We all believe in insanely different things. Okay, what was supposed to be uniting us was the fact that we could let people who believe in insanely different things believe those things and not fucking impede on their rights. Okay, but that seems that that common goal seems to be dissolving quite quickly. But. Uh, like I said, that notion inspired the list, and I just wanted to give you a little taste of culture. So, uh, uh, if you're not well-traveled, necessarily, or if you've not met a lot of people from different cultures, this is going to be a learning experience for you, and it's going to be something that you can apply uh, if you do travel in the future when you meet new people, and it will be very beneficial, this list. Uh, for you and, and how people perceive you as 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 a human being, whether or not you're traveled or cultured or whatever. The list is a list of different cultural norms by state. Okay? Number one, and I'm going to go in alphabetical order. That's how I wrote it. In Alabama, it is normal, it is a cultural norm, to yell roll tide as you bludgeon your son for telling you he thinks he might be gay. Roll tide. Give me a little roll tide. In Alaska, it's normal to rape women and weak men with icicles. Right? That's due to the climate. That's due to the climate. In Arkansas, it is normal to tie young boys to train tracks and watch the train run over their already unconscious bodies. It's a little reference to the boys on the tracks. A little Clinton body count contribution right there, yeah? In Arizona, it is normal to eat full meals in a dusty two-door pickup truck parked on someone's front lawn. It's just their culture. In California... It is normal to get lit on fire by a deranged homeless man you convinced yourself wasn't a threat to you and that there was no need to cross the street to avoid him. In Colorado, it's normal for the patient to be smarter than the doctor. In Connecticut, it is a cultural norm to avoid a family member's cocaine problem. In Delaware, it is honorable to have at least one child die from drowning. A fast fact. In Florida, it is actually frowned upon to know how to spell the word miraculous. In Georgia, 
it is a cultural norm to conduct over 20 at-home piercings in your lifetime. In Hawaii, it is normal to eat healthy, organic food and still be fat for some reason. In Idaho, it is normal to have flags hung up in your home that represent different ideologies with questionable moral guidelines. In Illinois, it is a cultural practice to have funeral plots reserved by the time you are eight years old. Because there's a lot of shootings and a lot of children get shot in Chicago. That's the joke. That's, isn't that funny that children get shot in Chicago? Isn't it funny that children get shot in Chicago? In Indiana, it is normal to drive home drunk from a windowless VFW every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. In Iowa, it is normal to interact with three to six people on a daily basis who are wearing a Vietnam War vet hat who are much too young to have fought in Vietnam. In Kansas, believe it or not, it's not pathetic to enjoy water parks at the age of 35. Right? Cultural differences. In Kentucky, the term safe sex refers to ashing your cigarette consistently enough to prevent it from dropping into your partner's eyes or mouth. In Louisiana, it is normal to not understand a single fucking word out of the mouth of the person you're speaking to. In Maine, it is normal to kiss your dad on the mouth. In Maryland, it is normal to have a padded toilet seat that goes when you sit on it. In Massachusetts, slamming a bottle over somebody's head is decriminalized. Voted in with 90% support, that law. In Michigan, drinking salt water until you start to hallucinate is considered a, quote, spiritual experience. In Minnesota, it is normal to eat sauerkraut with a spoon. In Mississippi, it is normal to have no idea how to use the self-checkout machine at the grocery store. In Missouri, it's actually respectable to swim with a shirt on. In Montana, a business casual dress code is considered a plaid shirt, corduroy pants, and Merrill hiking boots. In Nebraska, this one was interesting. In Nebraska, the church does not consider sticking corn husks up your asshole the sin of sodomy. They don't qualify that as sodomy. In Nevada, it is normal to have a headache every day from drinking outdoors in 100-degree heat. In New Hampshire, it is commonplace to meet your significant other at a Chinese-style opium den. In New Jersey, it is a cultural norm to walk around with so much fucking product in your hair that your head has its own carbon footprint. In New Mexico, it's illegal to feel shame, embarrassment, guilt, or empathy. In New York, it is normal to not even look up from your phone when someone is being stabbed on the street 10 feet in front of you. In North Carolina, fat women are considered attractive due to the status symbol of ample food. In North Dakota, varicose veins are something of a mating call. In Ohio, it is a cultural norm to never know where you are or what time of day it is. 
In Oklahoma, the kids with the super chap lips where they get that rash-looking ring around their mouth, they're considered the cool kids. Right? In Oregon, it is normal to use Ambien as an acne medication. In Pennsylvania, the saying, it'll put hair on your chest, is read aloud at least three times by the priest marrying a couple in a church. In Rhode Island, it is normal to wear bowling shoes when you're not bowling. In South Carolina, it is normal to shit once a week due to the lack of fiber in the diet that is caused by the stigma of vegetables being for faggots. In South Dakota, child services will actually take your kids away if you don't scream at them in public for... In South Dakota, child services will take your kids away if you don't scream at them in public for their underwhelming performance in a sport you force them to play. Right? In Tennessee, it is normal to blame your alcoholism and addiction to barbiturates on the state you live in. In Texas, eating soup is punishable by death. In Utah, it is a cultural norm to have more sadness surrounding the Dust Bowl than the death of a loved one. In Vermont, it's normal to have wrinkles and crow's feet at the age of 12. In Virginia, it is normal to be sexually attracted to mountains. In Washington, it is not a complete embarrassment for men to wear sandals in public. In West Virginia, it's normal to drink moonshine on your porch and spend hours watching bugs fly into the light and get zapped. That's their form of entertainment. In Wisconsin, it's normal for black guys to also be half Asian. And the last cultural norm uh, that I can bestow upon you um, is Wyoming. Right? In Wyoming, if you own less than three acres of land, the government attempts to coerce you to commit suicide. That's it, folks. That's all the cultural norms that I can inform you about. That's all I know. Listen, folks, go to the... Well, it's not out yet, but when I launch it in March, March 1st, go to the Patreon... Give me a little fucking, give me your money. Okay? I'm sick of people not giving me their money. I'm a fucking national goddamn, I am a genius. I am a genius. I am a sex symbol. I am a fucking, I am a, uh, an artist. I deserve money and attention and fame. I deserve all of it. Yeah. That's my closing statement, Your Honor. Uh, just keep it in the back of your mind. Coming out March 1st, the Patreon. Um, until then, it's going to be the normal schedule. And, uh, yeah. I hope I hope you didn't get too frightened about the Ukrainian uh, uh, Russian war, and I hope you're doing okay financially. And I hope that I hope that you're eating meat. You know, I hope you're eating keto and hitting the gym. I still haven't joined a gym after they closed mine down because there's not a lot of gyms that are very close to me. And also, gyms like retro fitness is for poor people it's like $25 a month most gyms you're paying like 60 a month it's is it's fucking 
It's wild. Okay, but I hope that you're not having the same problems that I am. I hope you're eating broccoli and steak and eggs and sausage and cheese and fucking ostrich meat. I don't know what you eat. I don't know what you eat. Okay? Avocados, salmon, hair. I don't know. Uh, Whatever you eat. I hope you're eating a lot of it. And I hope you're feeling good. And uh, that's it. Thank you, folks.